Hello, you're listening to the Skylight Books podcast series. We are a general interest independent bookstore located in the Los Feliz neighborhood of Los Angeles, California. This year, because of the coronavirus pandemic, we've had to close our store and cancel in-person events. But Skylight is your neighborhood bookstore, and we are finding ways to create community even while we're far apart. In the coming weeks, we'll be putting out lots of new audio content to help you discover new books, connect with authors, and check in with your favorite booksellers. To learn more about how you can help keep Skylight alive, please visit our website at skylightbooks.com or check out our social media accounts on Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to the podcast on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Hi, I'm Lane Moore, uh, author of How to Be Alone If You Want to and Even If You Don't. Uh, where am I? I am in my living room. I am on a pink couch um, in front of a glass and gold coffee table. Um, there's uh, my book is on it. Uh, some 90s magazines are on it. Um, there's some candles uh, there's some like hippie tarot cards. Uh, there's half a glass of water from last night that's still not consumed. Um, there is a tray that I set my iPad on because I'm too, like, I just don't care enough to set up my TV. Um, I'm near a window. Let me take you over there. Um, there's a bunch of plants near the window and a bunch of um pretty stickers uh uh like decals and stuff on the on the windows um and outside um it's a bunch of knocked over garbage cans that fell over from the wind um a really beautiful stately tree that um is finally coming back to life um and has branches on it i never really noticed before they're really beautiful um and then there's a bunch of other little mini trees around that tree, uh, a box of pine cones. Um, yeah, it looks really peaceful today because everybody's inside. Uh, there's a bunch of cars lined up that normally would probably be going somewhere, <laughs> uh, but aren't today for whatever obvious reasons. Um, yeah, so that's what's outside my window um is there a particular book poem or sentence i'm holding in mind right now um there was something i read last night that said something along the lines of oh let me see if i can actually get it for you that'd be even better um i posted it on my (laughs) my instagram so that's what i'm going to look at Um, it said, one day you will tell the story of how you overcame what you're going through now, and it will become part of someone else's survival guide. And I really liked it because I've been going through a lot lately. And as a writer, I like the idea that one day I will tell the story of how I got through this time, uh, and it will help someone else survive something similar. I like that idea. Um, and how to be alone was 
absolutely me doing that as well. Me writing a survival guide for how I had gotten through um, a lot of really challenging things in my life and a lot of loneliness and isolation and, um, you know, just not really finding my people, not really knowing who my people was or if I would get people, if, if I was allowed to be someone who had people. Um, and so I really like hearing that it's part of somebody else's survival guide as well. Um, what is the best meal that I cooked for myself lately? Um, I mean, honestly, I've been making these frozen pizzas (laughs) that are really good. Um, I don't know if that counts. Um, I think it does. Um, they're really wonderful. I've just been buying a bunch of them, uh, and just really... They make me really happy and just going to town and being like, yeah, this is wonderful. Um, but I also started making, uh, I also started making apple cobbler or apple crumble. I guess they're kind of similar. Um, I didn't, uh, I never made anything like that. I'm not really big on cooking, but it's always been one of my favorite things that just reminds me I might go do that again today. I've made several of them since I made the first one. I basically like had granola and I had a bunch of apples and I thought, hmm, I wonder if I could make some kind of crumble with this. And I was able to. And it was so comforting and warm and delightful and like spicy and tart and sweet and like greasy and like just all the things that you want in a food. And... um I was really pleased with it. And so I've made it several times and it's really simple. Actually, I don't do a lot of measuring. I just kind of throw stuff in there and in a good way. Usually, usually when I make stuff that I'm just kind of throwing in there, uh, (laughs) um, it's not that good. Um, but this, this was, this was really good. So I'm going to read a little bit from how to be alone if you want to. And even if you don't, I'm going to read from, a chapter that's called, So Your Family Dictates Your Romantic Future? What a fun punishment. I've internalized so many of the messages that we've all been fed about how much your family and your childhood dictate the love you receive as an adult. People will say, you'll attract someone like your parents. So if you have great parents who are loving and in love, yay, you win. But if you have abusive parents or you never knew your parents um, or your parents were absent, do you attract ghosts or no one or abusers? Because that seems unfair as hell. You already suffered through not having that baseline of love and support. And now you're just screwed and will never experience it because you were born into the wrong place. What the shit, life? Not cool. Or people will say, no one will ever love you as much as your mom. Which might be comforting to people who have great moms, but it is a powerfully harmful statement for literally everyone else. So if your mom didn't exist or didn't or couldn't love you, you will never be loved. Awesome. Great. Just what every unloved little kid wants to hear. Remember how you weren't loved as a kid? Now you'll stay that way until you die. This also goes for date a man who loves his mom or date someone who comes from a good family. Because I know what you're trying to say and I do look for both of those things in a partner based on my background and the idea that I need someone with a stable attachment style so that one of us is consistently chill. But it also breaks my heart that we tell people this. What is a good family? Is it money? Because we had a lot of that for a little while, but my home life was anything but good. 
Is it having parents who are still married? Because <laughs> I have known so many people who come from very wealthy families or whose parents are still together. But twist. No one knows how to love. No one hugs each other. Maybe one of them is abusive. Everyone's in therapy. And they all keep their feelings to themselves. So is that family a good family and mine isn't? I don't think so at all. Or what about a family who's very poor but so kind and loving and tight-knit? Is that a good family? Better still, I know people who came from stereotypically good families but are bad partners. We have to erase the idea that you come from anything less than a good family, you are bad. And if you come from a good family, you're good. But we put this bullshit on one another all the time. Everything culturally is weighted by whatever you were born into. This also pops into my mind when my female friends will tell me they had a hell of a time with dating, but now they're married or getting married or whatever, so don't worry, it can happen to you. And whenever they say this, I always ask, are you close with your family? More often than not, they say something like, of course, so close. And I'm so confused. Like, wait, you know what love looks like. You grew up with self-esteem and watching parents who loved each other and supported each other and communicated with each other. You had that model. So why did you date turds for seven years before your fiance? How did you and I both land here? But more important, don't act like you're shocked you're getting married now. I know this is probably unfair, but it's hard not to feel like, of course you found love eventually. If you can see it, you can be it and all that. You saw love. You grew up with love. You have love all around you. You know you deserve it. You can both give and receive it. So sorry if I'm not totally floored that you had a happy ending. But what about the rest of us? Do we get one? I haven't seen much evidence that we do and it just bumps me out. We put so much weight on the influence of our parents on our psyches, like everything we get in life is luck of the draw. And if you get less than ideal parents, welcome to hell. The way we talk about it, it's like a death sentence. Like we all had one shot when we were in utero and we blew it, no take backs. But there are also so many inconsistencies in the credit we give our parents for how we turned out. Every now and again, I've had someone smile and tell me, someone definitely raised you right. And I'll get, without even thinking, very defensive and reflexively respond, actually I raised myself, so I guess that's also true. And then it's awkward as fuck and I wish I'd said nothing and they feel awkward because wait, what's happening? This got dark fast. To get out of this hole, they'll reply, well, you turned out great, almost as if to say, well, they couldn't have been that bad if they raised you. And I'll sigh because why do we give parents credit for their children automatically? I'll stop there. But that chapter is one of my favorites. Um, so at this point, I'm going to record myself uh, just doing something in my home. And what I'm going to record my self-doing is replying to emails <laughs> um yeah all right mm-hmm yeah I'm not gonna reply to that right now gonna go ahead and basically what I'm doing right now is um I'm scheduling uh I do a comedy show called tinder live <laughs> And it's where I go on my Tinder on a big projector screen and I swipe through Tinder profiles live on stage. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I am planning tours upon backup tours for this year. So that's what I'm doing right now um, and making sure that all of the dates line up and that they're all held and then trying to figure out like, 
do I book for next year? Do I book for, um, you know, what the hell, (laughs) what the hell do I do? Um, so, all right, good. That one's done. Um, the last couple of days I've been so overwhelmed with like booking tours and stuff for this that like, I just kind of keep putting it off, putting certain things off. If there's any sort of, um, if there's any sort of, uh, conflict, like if, if a venue is like, well, we're not sure. And I'm like, mm, uh, <laughs> uh, then I'm just like, all right, forget it. Forget it. I don't want to do it. Never mind. Let me move on. Um, and by, I don't want to do it. I don't mean the tour. I mean, like, I'll just avoid my email for like a week. Um, but today I have decided that I am not going to avoid it. I'm going to face it. Um, so yeah, uh, another thing that I have to do today, um, man, it's, it's always so funny when I realize just how many emails I should truly unsubscribe from. Uh, there's just, there's just so many, like, I don't need all of these. Um, great. What is this? Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I got an email from my meditation center. Thanks guys. Uh, I got an email from the census. Um, yay, the glitter I ordered shipped. Um, so the other night, um, I, one of the things that I have ordered, uh, was, um, wait, what has been added? Oh, a tracking number. Yeah. I can track my glitter. (laughs) Oh, we live in the future and it's amazing. Um, yeah. So, um, this is so exciting. Um, so I ordered some glitter. Um, I went to, uh, New Orleans, beautiful New Orleans. And, um, I found this like Mardi Gras glitter by this company that like specifically does Mardi Gras glitter. And it was so amazing. And, um, yeah, I really, I really wanted it. Um, so that I like, I've started doing these like streaming shows um, that are also called how to be alone in quarantine. And, um, yeah, so I wanted some glitter to just kind of wear during the streaming shows or maybe even just to wear around my home. Like when you wake up in the morning, like I just woke up and Ooh, one eleven, make a wish. What should I wish for? Yeah, that's a good wish. Um, I hope you made a wish as well. Just because it's not 111 where you're at doesn't mean you can't make a wish. I think that you still totally should. But anyway, when I was in New Orleans, they were out of stock of the one glitter kind that I really, really wanted. It was this like beautiful gold glitter and I put it all over, like, all over my eyes and it looks so pretty and it made me so happy. And it's been a while since I've been to New Orleans and I kept thinking you should still order that. And like, you know, I would just come across like, oh, I don't know, whatever. It's fine. It doesn't matter. But then now that I'm like home a lot and I'm wishing I was on tour, I'm like, you know, it would really cheer me up to have some like really pretty glitter on my eyes. And then I'm also buying it for the inevitability 
of when I go back out on tour and I can wear it then too. And it's like, I like the idea of purchasing things for uh, my present self and my future self as well. Um, I don't know if you need this for the podcast, but I will put it on there as well. Um, if you, uh, I'm Lane Moore. This has been really wonderful to spend some time with you talking about my uh, <laughs> strange glitter-filled life. Also, my dog just woke up and now she wants to go outside and it's like, what is this? Who are you talking to? Who isn't me? Rude. Um, if you want to find me, I am on Instagram and Twitter at Hello Lane Moore. Um, and <laughs> that's my dog lights. Um, she is also on the internet, um, at lights, the smiling chihuahua. Um, you can also find my band's music at it was romance band. Um, and what else? What else? Um, you can find Tinder live tour dates. If that's something uh, that you want to come see, which you totally should. Um, at Tinder Live on Instagram and my website, lanemore.org. Um, and you should definitely check out How to Be Alone if you want to, and even if you don't, at Skylight Books. Thank you for listening to the Skylight Books podcast series. Please don't forget to visit our website at skylightbooks.com and make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast for more author talks and bookseller conversations. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Stay safe and healthy, and we hope to see you back in our store soon. I see.